Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Damsel Dating Chronicles. We're back at Never Sleeps Network, located in the downtown Toronto, King West area. Damsel Dating Chronicles, aka DDC, is the podcast where we have some fun, lighthearted chats, and sometimes a bit more serious chats around anything and everything as it relates to dating and also kind of failing at dating. <laughs> so um, my name is Nish. And I'm Danny. And today we have guest Emily Ramshaw from Bumble joining us today. Welcome, Emily. Thank you. Excited to talk about dating. <laughs> yes. And just so a bit of a background of Emily. Emily is the country lead for Bumble in Canada. She oversees the marketing and strategy execution for Bumble across the country. She started her career as a fashion intern at Flair magazine and then worked as a senior editor at Covetour, eventually branching off into working as a freelance writer, editor, and consultant for a variety of clients. Bumble was one of those clients and the role grew organically from there. When she's off the clock, she loves listening to podcasts, reading a good book, dining out, seeing shows, and traveling. So um, on today's episode of DDC, you're in for a treat as we're going to cover three topics. The three topics on the agenda are as follows. One, perfecting your online dating profile and making the first move. Two, planning the first date post-app connection. And three, taking breaks from online dating. And so Danny here is going to kick us off with topic number one. Absolutely. So like Nish said, we're going to talk about perfecting your online profile and making the first move. So we talked last week on the Damsel or on the D6 podcast about Bumble BFF and Bumble Biz. So can you tell us about Bumble for dating and why should people use it? Yes, my favorite topic. (laughs) (laughs) So Bumble was founded again in 2014 as a dating app. That was the first thing, first Bumble product out there. Um, The idea being that we would turn kind of traditional dating apps and also traditional dating on its head and really empower women to make the first move. We talk a lot about women taking control of their lives, their careers, their family planning, their friendships, all the stuff, every aspect of their lives, but we still expect them to wait around for guys to ask them out, which is, in my opinion, bullshit. Can I <laughs> we say agree. that? Yes, <laughs> can. We agree. Um, so Bumble really creates the structure in which women have to make the first move. And it means because you have to, it makes it a safe space for you to do so because there is no other way in which you can meet people in heterosexual encounters. For homosexual encounters, either person can talk first. Right. And the idea is that if you make the first move as a woman, you're in control of the dynamic of the conversation. You can direct it the way that you want to. You can really get to know a person faster. You'll immediately know who they are when they respond. Um, and it hopefully provides a ripple effect after you've made the first move in dating to make the first move in other areas of your life. I love that. It just kind of sets the tone, like you said, yeah, for other areas of so your life. so important. Right? Okay. Okay. So in terms of perfecting your online dating profile, this is something we've talked about before, but in your opinion, what is like the secret sauce to making like the perfect profile where people are going to know what you're looking for? It looks like it's built with intention and you're not going to just waste your time. Okay. There's a few things. This is for guys and girls. Goes both ways. We don't discriminate. <laughs> the profile is important in both cases. Um, so first of all, make sure your photos really show who you are. 
I think the way you're going to make genuine connections is by being honest about who you are. So show your pictures of yourself doing things that you love. Don't post all group pictures. Oh, gosh. That's so annoying. Yeah. Post (laughs) pictures where it's just you so that the person who might match with you knows exactly who they're matching with. Number one piece of advice on Bumble is to get verified. It's a way for people to tell that you are who you say you are. And if you want to meet them in real life, that's literally the most valuable thing that you can do. It's so easy. You send a picture of yourself doing like a hand gesture next to your face and it's verified within five seconds. Oh, wow. And then people will, you get a little blue check mark next to your name and people will immediately know that you've been verified. It's also how we like look for celebrity profiles and stuff. Interesting. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, anyway, and how we tell if people are catfishing. So it's a added level of safety, but it's also a way for potential matches to trust you, which is important when you're trying to meet them. Um, no group pictures. Smile in your pictures, which sounds kind of like condescending, I know, because men are always like, why don't you smile more? But <laughs> it's a great way to show who you are honestly don't wear sunglasses in all of your pics especially you guys out there yes (laughs) yes or hats (laughs) um and show yourself like having fun that just uh, group pics are fine if they're not every single one but like show yourself in your element i would say is the most so that's pictures otherwise i said this last week but fill out your profile completely Share as much as you're comfortable with. The about me is just the tip of the iceberg. So I know it can be intimidating to like put a bio in, um, but it can be quick and funny. It doesn't need to be your life story, but something that people will glom onto. So I think, I mean, I don't technically have a dating profile because I am no longer dating, but you could put things like, ask me about that time like I ate two pizzas to myself or something like that that immediately gets people thinking okay this is somewhat this is literally my first move like you can be very funny and cheeky and you're about me if you're a free free place to play and then otherwise add your profile badges those are the little things that say like I like to work out all the time or I like to work out sometimes and I never smoke and um, I like to party. There are little preferences that you can put in. People can filter. Um, You can filter by these badges. So it's really important to fill them in because otherwise you'll get filtered out. Um, So fill in the badges as much as possible and then fill in your conversation starters. Those are the little prompts that tell you more about yourself. And it allows, again just for more conversation to flow and for you to put yourself out there that much more. It seems scary, but a lot of these things are literally just little quirks about yourself. They're not like, this is my heartbreak or this is when I feel the most vulnerable. The idea is that it's somewhere to start from and to be more than your photo, which I feel like is sometimes the scariest part of online dating. For sure. It's... It's kind of hard sometimes where, you know, you're used to having that visual reference, but words matter, which is Mm -hmm. why those prompts are super helpful to kind of find a way to get yourself in. That was going to be my next question. What are the tips for like crafting the the perfect message? But yeah, 
It's a, I feel like that's like the ultimate question, yeah. how to make the first move. Um, well, if you don't, if you really have no idea, we have those, again, prompts, conversation starters that will come up when you match with someone where you can just put it in and say something that we've come up with you for you, <laughs> um, which is sometimes easier and less scary. I've used them before and they do work, I promise. Or I, my like go-to is asking about something in someone's photo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if they're, I don't know, in a recognizable, like if they're next to the CN Tower or like in a recognizable place, asking them about that. Just something that's, we say that's more than like, hey, because <laughs> hey is hard to respond to as a first move. <laughs> You laugh, but it's very No, I t- I'm laughing because I agree. I've experienced this yeah. before. And I'm like, what do I do with that? I know. It's not. It's, I get oh, it. Oh, man. You guys are reading me. Like, it's I'm like, it's the... not scary, but it's also like, ah, what do I say? Hi. I'm, I'm the hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we have tips now to do. We have tips to improve. Yeah. And I did, I did think of a tip because um, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of someone who, you know, when I created my Bumble profile, it was everything like of your do nots, really. Like, <laughs> you know, something, okay, like, how do I improve it? And so um, one of them was not having an about me, which I know, I know we've talked about this on the podcast. Look, what? I yelled at her before but it's for like, this. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know how to describe myself. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it, yeah. how do I do that? And so an idea that just came to mind is I'll just start asking my friends, yes. what do you think about me? Okay. Having friends edit your profile is so good. <laughs> Actually, Tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, sometimes the way we see ourselves, eh, we can either be very critical or warped in our own perception <laughs> of what we're presenting to the world, often not in a good way. And like your friends, especially if they're good friends, close friends who have known you for a long time, they like love you and see you for who you are. And that's who you want to, if you're close with them you probably want to be seen in that way on a dating app yeah and i mean even before i worked for bumble i made so many people's dating profiles (laughs) because i think i don't know it's like a chance to show yourself off which can sometimes be hard but i also think it can be really like empowering and fun and it's great to do it for friends so use your friends i agree because you want to find someone who is like to you i would I would mm-hmm. want to put my authentic self out there to not waste my own time mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that. key. I've seen people have like full like jobs, like freelance gigs on writing dating okay. profiles for people. I want to meet one of these people <laughs> because <laughs> I have been told this by multiple yeah. <laughs> people on the app. Uh, but it's I get it. I mean, sometimes I don't know. I would say if you're honest. <laughs> And you you are representing yourself as you are. You're gonna be good. You're gonna meet someone who's real. You don't need to hire someone to do it for you. I get why, but I would say if you're treating it like an Instagram highlight reel, mm. it might not be the most like genuine connection. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about red flags and safety. Mm-hmm. We actually did a whole podcast segment that I'll write in our episode notes. We did a whole segment on how to stay safe when meeting so someone important. online, which is really important, especially as a woman, because obviously things do happen. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your uh, tips on how to stay safe and how to identify red flags? One thing I would say 
Um, and this can be awkward, but sometimes awkwardness is worth it. Um, video call the person before you go on a date with them. If you've agreed to go on a date, just FaceTime them for like five minutes and you can surprise them and just be like, oh, I wanted to confirm. Um, it doesn't need to be like a prearranged vetting, but I do think it's worthwhile for just knowing safety is obviously a huge concern of ours something we take really seriously something we're actually working right now with our product team to develop more safeguards in the app itself that will help women and men feel more comfortable and safe when it comes to who they're meeting on the app um so stay tuned for that (laughs) but i would also say i mean it's so obvious but meet in a really public place and tell people where you're going meet at not like in a park at a late time meet like in a restaurant or a bar or somewhere where you can tell a bartender or service person if you're feeling uncomfortable and also um have like I feel like this is like a movie meme but like have like a safe call that you can make if you need to isn't that in a movie I'm sure it is. I oh, think I'm sure it is too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I mean, I would, I have done that for friends in the past, not even for unsafe situations, just uncomfortable ones that they want to remove themselves from. At the end of the day, like this is your time, and if you're not having a good time, it's okay to leave for whatever reason that may be. So having those things in place that make it a little bit easier are really important. Yeah, that's I love good that. advice. And I know that you mentioned on our last week's episode that Bumble recently um, announced that they're opening a bar. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So now you, there's a first date place you can go to in New York that will actually be for first dates. I mean, obviously, you can go to it if you're not on a first date, too. But that is happening in New York, hopefully in other places, too, soon. But so exciting. Yeah. And that'll be really cool. Nice. Okay, Anish, shall we move on to planning the first date? Absolutely. So um, yeah, planning the first date post app connection. Since women make the first move to start the conversation on the app, should they make the first move to set up a date offline too? Um, I, I think it's like up to you. I like to I like to be in control of that. <laughs> so like I would personally I, I think it's also fine to be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk or something and then let them make a decision too about where that might be or whether they want to like bring their dog or something. I think um, making it a conversation that's natural is totally fine. If you want to dictate the place, go for it. Like there's no reason why you can't. Um, There is, should not be any rules about who gets to decide that. Um, And don't feel like you have to wait for him to even like, I mean, you've made the first move in the relationship or in the first encounter. You can make the first move by asking him out or asking him for, like, a phone call or for his number or whatever it might be. And you can, like, make the first move to ask him for a date. It's totally fine. I love that. Totally like, normal. I Yeah. And I think that, like, you know, maybe someone, a woman doesn't want to come off too aggressive, you know, or, or I mean, it would be a woman uh, who's made yeah. the connection. And so then I start to think of, okay, but then would you really want to date someone who was offended that you asked them to go out? Because yeah. there could be some future challenges when it comes to you speaking mm-hmm. up and voicing mm-hmm. out, right? So that would be a red flag in a way. So I would think in a like it's a good way to test this person 
if you know you've stepping on their ego and pride a bit by making the first move yeah i'm glad you said that because i feel like a lot of women can relate to that i've had a lot of these conversations lately where women make the first move they set up the first date okay. and they kind of you know take the lead and they're finding that men are kind of taken aback by that oh, really they're being like you know this because i guess in traditional gender roles you know the man is supposed to do that so sometimes but like you said it's a red flag if someone is put off by that and put off by a woman taking control and taking the lead then is that really something that you want to be in? A hundred percent. I would say like limit the game playing as much as possible. Yeah. Agreed. I like that. I think um, because you've met them on Bumble, it's an opportunity. Like you don't have to like, you're not talking to someone face to face. You don't have to like hedge around any subjects. You can literally just be yourself and not worry about it. The worst thing that could happen is that you won't meet them. And... That hasn't happened yet. So just like be yourself. And if that is asking someone out, then I mean, power to you. Ask them out. Yeah, that's awesome. And then also, I guess, as you mentioned, if it's not yourself, then that's okay, too. Yes. Um, So yes, the goal is to be yourself. (laughs) So what are your tips for the first date planning? So you have made the decision to step out and initiate that. Um, I mean, beyond being in a public place, I would say like, again do something that is fun for you um that you enjoy so that you you're not like it's not a drag (laughs) that sucks um also it's i think it's always good to like have an activity and you're not just i mean if you are comfortable chatting at a restaurant or something that's amazing I wish I was you, but often (laughs) um, I think it's easier to have something like going on. So maybe that's like going to an arcade or going to Toronto Island and going biking or like doing some kind of something that will spark conversation and keep you active where it's not just like up to you guys to keep the conversation going. It also allows people to relax a little bit when Mm -hmm. they have stuff going on. It's true, because it gets really awkward, because I'm the girl who does the dinner dates when I meet people on the internet. And it's not only scary, (laughs) but it is. And there's so many, like, sometimes awkward silences. People take, like, water breaks, and it's just like, okay, I wish there was really something happening in the background here. (laughs) And, like, I've done the activity one, and it has shown me the side of someone. And I did initiate the activity, so it was cool. Um, and we did meet online and it may have been Bumble. It was years ago. And so I got to see his true side right away right. when he was so competitive. Like, I didn't oh. think I was that bad. Um, we went to, <laughs> you know where this is going, Spin Ping Pong, King West. Oh, that's a good one. Good spot. Good, good first date spot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah, like within a couple of minutes, like I didn't realize he was a competitive ping pong player or like he has in the past. But I thought I kept up for quite a few rounds. Um, not as long as That's he would have liked. So and his anger came out like very quickly. And I was turned off by this. Yeah. I was like, seriously, this is like a fun date game. So and you yeah. wouldn't have known that otherwise. I would not have known that because before that we had wine at a jazz bar and it seemed so perfect and like he had this image that I was like oh my gosh this might be the one yeah date one um no but in the night I was okay yeah I'm so happy that I experienced that side of you yeah so it's great (laughs) activities are great activities are good you can see how people let loose or if they don't or if they don't yeah (laughs) yeah it's so true and also and one other thing I would say about the first date and I've talked to this about this a lot with friends of mine who are dating 
is like not to put too much pressure on the first date either like you feel awkward the other person probably feels really awkward yeah and just like this is an evolving relationship and evolving person like if the awkwardness is if it's just awkwardness or if it's just like one thing that bugged you like maybe give it another chance because like that might come out in the wash you know yeah mm. that's that's fair. good advice that's true because sometimes we're like so quick to judge people yeah on first dates, but that's true first dates are awkward they're awkward like, they're it's intimidating hard to have an nervous. amazing yeah. first date that's fair that's a good point yeah i'm quick to write people off <laughs> <laughs> i'll just say it right next to there. i don't have time I mean, good don't waste your time but like you never know it's true i like that it's good to keep in mind all right so do you have any good first date spots in toronto you'd recommend oh my gosh and this I know you just kind of mentioned some. Spin is good. Yeah. That's a good one. Going to keep that in my back pocket for <laughs> <Nice>. recommendations. <laughs> um, what would I say? I mean, like, my favorite date is a meeting to do, like, a little, like, picnic shop and then go to, like, Bellwoods or somewhere for during the day when it's busy. Um, but being outside is really nice. I think like taking advantage of what Toronto has to offer in that sense, like maybe it's like going skating in the winter. That kind of thing is really fun. I would also say like introducing, if you're comfortable with it, like some good friends into the mix is sometimes fun, like starting off alone and then being like, hey, like my friends are doing this this afternoon. Like, do you want to come? On the first date? I don't know. Yeah, like if you're comfortable with that and your okay. friends, you you your friends like know the situation, then it's like a little bit more casual. Yeah, I li- I actually I've experienced that. Only not like a huge group of people, <laughs> but maybe like three people. Is okay. that, am I like totally off base? I I mean I'm sure everyone's different. I think that that would be weird for me just because you know what I think it's because of experience. I sometimes will. My friends' opinions will get into my oh, head yeah, yeah, yeah. and will sway things. Well, they have to, like, be on your side. Yes. Like, okay, let you have your first date. But, like, I've had really good experiences where, for for example, like, my friends are going to a concert or something and I don't want to go just with this one other person. So it's, like, not something where we're, like, sitting around a table quizzing each other, yeah. but, like, you're just, like, there as part of it. And it's, like, a little bit more relaxed and maybe, like, get a drink before that or something, just the two of you. Okay, that's I don't fair. know. You know what? Yeah. I think that I treat letting someone meet my friends as like a prize. Like you've passed. I get that. So. I get that. <laughs> but I can see it from both sides for sure. I'm like, I feel like it's like kind of a cash thing. Yeah. Before you like want to put too much pressure yes, on the other fair. person. I do like it because I, I um also recall uh, my friend doing the same thing. And we were at a bar with a bunch of other friends. And um, she mentioned that this guy, it's going to be the first time meeting him. I've told him where, where we are. And so because there was a group of us, we're able to still mingle and do our thing. But she was able to separate and get to know him still in a casual sense yeah. of people being there. And like they did whatever they needed to do to talk. But it was still casual yeah. and it wasn't this formal like candlelight yeah. dinner, dinner. The interview situation and, uh, that yeah. can sometimes develop on a first date is like, I think, contributes to awkwardness sometimes you just have to like let people experience you yeah another good one which i will say for the summer months in toronto is like going to all the like festivals that we have to offer not necessarily music festivals but like this free street festivals like dundas west that just happened last weekend and those types of things where you can like walk around and interact with other yeah um elements is nice 
keeps things flowing. I like that. This is good. And it's the great, like, it's the perfect time to talk about it right now with uh, the weather. I know. And get the out parks. there. Yeah. Time to get out there. And Toronto has so many festivals. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Too many? A no. lot. <laughs> Can't keep up. <laughs> okay, so... We know now how to make the first move. We know planning the first date. What happens when you want to take a break from online dating? Mm. Because this is something that I can definitely relate to Mm -hmm. in the sense that like sometimes it's just like you have you've done a lot of them and they're just not successful and you just get tired. It's also like maintaining. I feel like your dating life on apps can be tiring. It's like maintaining your social media presence, kind of, like keeping the conversations going and stuff. Yeah. So I get it. We developed a feature, actually, called Snooze that allows you to turn off your app. It's like kind of like putting a out-of-office message as a response on your actual dating app. So it's not oh. like you're ghosting anyone or ignoring anyone. You can say, like... And you can put different reasons. You can say, like, I'm focusing on work right now. I'm on vacation. I'm traveling. I just need some me time. Like, all legitimate. And that way, like, you won't show up in, in people's matches. And But your profile doesn't go away. It's still there. And you can go back whenever you want. And put it on for as long as you want in return. I think we developed it because... We all feel fatigue from our phones because <laughs> that's the other thing. Like dating in and of itself is like a big undertaking, but also using your phone is like can be exhausting. And so just like being able to turn it off sometimes is really important for everyone's mental health, I think. I love that. And I think it's smart because I've read a lot of like just info on online dating and how people consume these apps and Mm. i know it's very common for people to take breaks and delete and then come back like monthly quarterly whatever it is so i love that that feature was intentionally designed so people like me don't have to like start all over again it's just there and also like it's a way to keep one of our like core values is accountability and it's a way to keep people accountable too again we talked about the ghosting thing last episode but it's obviously very important with dating as well. We don't want our users just blowing people off. Yeah. Part of making people feel empowered and safe is also making sure people know where they're at and being accountable to those feelings. So by using snooze, it like lets your matches know too. Like I'm I'm out for a little bit. Like I'm not going to continue this conversation and it's not something you have to like do personally. It just does it for you. This is so good because just with the way the world is now, we just have access to people. Mm-hmm. And when someone feels ghosted, they then try to find you. And then it's like, oh, you're active on your Twitter, though. Oh you're active God. on this. And so <laughs> and it could be just genuinely that you've deleted the app right? because you're taking a break. But now you don't have to do that. You can let this app communicate yeah. for you and not offend someone. I think that's I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ghosting sucks. And it's also... I think sometimes on the internet, we don't think about people on the other end because we're not interacting with them face to face. It's so true. Something we talk about a lot as a company is how we can make people feel as invested and as safe as they might interacting with someone in real life. Like, for example, you wouldn't get, it's illegal to flash someone in real life, but it's not illegal to like send a dick pic. Right. Right. Whereas, and so in Texas, actually, Whitney, our CEO, has been pushing through a bill to um, make sending dick pics, unsolicited, lewd pictures uh, a crime. 
I saw an article on that last yeah. week. Yeah, so that's exciting. It's hopefully happening soon. I don't know. They're they're working on it. But I think one of the things that we need to think about on the internet, and this, I mean, think about like Reddit or like any comment section on any site, like how abusive people are to each other. Like everyone's a person. Mm-hmm. And just because you're on the internet doesn't mean we have the permission to like treat people like garbage. Yeah. And that's definitely true for dating apps where people are literally trying to meet someone to be their partner, whether that's for a night or forever. So, yeah, just treat people with respect. I'm so impressed by that because I feel like it's everyone knows that that's that like ghosting is common on mm-hmm. dating apps. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. But the fact that, you know, Bumble has intentionally thought about that and is clearly living off of their mission to end these things mm-hmm. and, you know, taking into account that people are on the other end of those screens when people get right. ghosted. Like, it psychologically impacts people. A hundred percent. Negatively. So, yeah. I love that that's, like, really being taken into account and, like, being built into, like, the DNA of the brand. I think that's so important. Thank you. Yes, it is important. It's all just, like, part of... I mean, at the end of the day, it'll make for a better experience, user experience for our users, which is like the best thing that we can do. And if they feel comfortable and excited to use the app and empowered to use the app, even if they're not like the end goal of Bumble is not necessarily for like everyone to get married. Like that's not everyone's goal in life. And I don't think we want to like push that on people as like this is what you need like the end goal can literally be feeling empowered and taking control of your relationships it doesn't necessarily need to be you know yeah the the one yeah which is (laughs) an eye roll sorry I just eye rolled (laughs) (laughs) and uh for the snooze feature can you snooze just like your bumble dating part and then still use bff and biz yes okay yes that's important yeah so Each of those is like independently operated essentially and you can treat them as discrete separate tools as as you want to. And yeah, because obviously one thing does not necessarily predicate the other, which is important, I think. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you can answer this one, but at what point do you think someone should just officially give up on online dating? I have notes in my phone of the amount of online dates I've been on, and I'm like 20 deep now. (laughs) So it's like, do I give up now? I mean, no. I would say like, (laughs) obviously I'm going to say no. It is my job that you should say no I but I actually think you shouldn't um I I think like don't I don't think it's like the only way yes and don't like think oh if these dates haven't been successful in whatever terms you define success um that online dating is bad or doesn't work I think you think of think of Bumble or any dating app, honestly, as a tool to meet people. At the end of the day, it's like people on the other end. And you can meet a person at gym class or in the elevator or on a website or on Instagram or wherever. Um, and so it's just like another channel. And the right. good thing about Bumble is that a, hopefully we're providing a safe space for you to do that where you feel supported, but also it opens up the world to a lot of people that you might not necessarily encounter. 
otherwise, which is like a real blessing when we're living busy, crazy lives. So, I mean, take breaks. A hundred percent, I feel you. (laughs) And also don't make it like your life either. Like check in and swipe and chat, but then like also do other things. I don't know. But also be accountable and not ghost people, right? Don't don't ghost people, everyone listening. And also um, I'm thinking because you've, shared some really good tips in terms of activity based so maybe it could be something like switching up the style of how you've been doing it you Mm -hmm. know maybe going for the activity versus the restaurant and seeing if maybe there's a different approach that could be taken to yeah and also like expanding who you might necessarily like write off i think we have right we, we do have filters now where you can say like i only want to meet people who I don't know, work out all the time. I'm trying to think of like a realistic filter. Like you can literally filter by star sign if you want. Wow. Okay. I mean, if you're feeling that, go for it. But I would say like, so there are that options there. And I understand if there are things that you really care about, for example, things like religion or political affiliation, things like that, that people will put on as badges you can filter by. But I would also say try to open your mind the crazy thing about the internet is like the variety of people you can meet and it's so nice to like get outside of your comfort zone you never know okay yeah never know it's true you never know (laughs) what about the paid features so what if i'm like in the future like later this year i plan to spend some time in thailand what if i want to meet my thai bay right now can i just like pay i wish (laughs) no you can't do that not yet okay hopefully it's coming yeah Yeah, you can't travel right now in Bumble. Partly it was developed that way so that people couldn't do bad things. Right. Okay. Um, I wish you could. No, you can (laughs) you can do things like see who's interested in you. Okay. Um, so who's already swiped right on you and immediately match with them. You can extend matches for longer. You can like super swipe someone so they know you're really keen. It gives you essentially like more power to find the person that you want to find. You can also filter further. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Maybe that's traveling. That's the any other thing. tips? <laughs> any other things you guys want to see? Ooh. Ooh. I just really want to find future Thai Bay like I'm while that. I'm still here. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I get it. One. I get it. I totally understand. <laughs> we need to brainstorm and we'll get back okay, to yes, you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I usually have an idea or two. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Because you guys are doing so well. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. I, yeah. I probably shouldn't be asking for critical feedback publicly, but you can send me an email. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I'm already blown away from the extra tidbits that I didn't know behind Bumble and what they offer. So for me, I think you're doing a great job. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really I'm, trying. again, like really just inspired and just how it's so clear that they're past that you guys are passionate about, yeah. you know, living your values and injecting mm. them into like your day to day. Like to me, yeah. that is just sets you apart from like the other not competitors, but like the other platforms that are available to people, because if they are doing that, I don't think that they're very vocal about that. I've right. never seen that communicated. So right. now that I know this, like this makes me want to like take Bumble specifically more seriously <laughs> because it's thoughtful into the approach. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate yes. that. And for me, I'll be even more, encouraging for friends and myself Mm -hmm. you know because of like what you stand by and how intentional you are um i yeah all around i'm so happy we've done this episode and um, i think many others are going to be too yeah yeah 
And it also just really aligns well with like Damsel in the Six. Like our whole values are like woman empowerment. Yes. And, you know, that's the, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Even like the name Damsel in the Six, mm-hmm. like it came from, you know, not Damsel in Distress, which is what a lot of people when they say like, we'll talk about Nisha and I will talk about our accomplishments and they'll be like, that's great. But like, are you married or like, what's your relationship status? Yeah. So I love that, you know, there really is like the empowerment part of Bumble injected into it's very closely aligned with Damsel's strategy as well. We're definitely on the same page. That's awesome. That's That's so good to hear. I love what you guys do. Oh, thank you. And so how can our listeners stay in the loop with everything Bumble has on the go right now? Well, you can follow, download the app and get on it because we also put along with finding amazing people in your area, you'll also see all of the things that we have going on. So things like we have two for one spin classes for you and your match. So there's your activity oh. built in right there. You can go to a spin class if you feel like sweating it out with your first date. That's actually really cool. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Um, Smart. things like that events we do tons of them so if you're in the app you'll get like all the invites to that otherwise follow us on instagram at bumble underscore canada for a lot more up-to-date info and then we have oh through the summer we're doing a big focus on like getting outside and enjoying yourself which i'm sure all of you guys are feeling I certainly am. Um, <laughs> so we're doing, we're actually taking a branded Airstream on the road this summer. Airstream? Like a Airstream trailer. What's that? You know, like Is those it... old school silver trailers. Yes. Oh, okay. They're like, so we're branding it Bumble and oh. we're taking it to like all around Toronto. We're going to like Prince Edward County, Wasago, Muskoka, a whole bunch of different like summer places every weekend. We're like popping up and doing activities and like happy hours, DJ sets, lots of fun stuff. So that will all be on Instagram and on the app. If you check that out, there's lots of like free fun things to do with you and your friends and dates. That's amazing. If anyone's interested in learning more about you, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Bumble, <laughs> on Biz or BFF. Um, Smart. I like I'm, that. <laughs> I'm there for you guys, meeting people all the time. I'm also on Instagram at Emily J. Ramshaw. Nice. And on all the regular platforms where you meet people. And I'm out in the six, as oh, yes. always. <laughs> in the six. I love it. Love it. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, so good. Yeah, thank you for joining us. I think that we all learned a lot about Bumble. We're all going to be at all these cool summer events. It's going to be a good summer in the six, I think, for sure. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Damsel Dating Chronicles. Don't forget to rate the podcast and share it with your friends. And of course, thanks to our studio, Never Sleeps Network, in Toronto's King West area for providing us with the space we're recording in today. You can check them out at neversleepsnetwork.com if you want to learn more about their services. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys.